Welcome to the Art of Leadership with Nina Ellison. Join Nina as she explores the underlying value of soft skills in the lives of healthy leaders. New seasons are just around the corner. A new year, a new job, a new partnership. Yes, in life, new seasons keep coming. And your self-awareness influences how you view each of your new seasons. When I was a teen, I wrote the following words. I must know who I am before I can go telling. How can I share myself if I don't know who I'm sharing? Uncovering who you are, what you are, how you are, and why you are. This is self-awareness. Being aware of the who, what, how, and why of you plays a key role in, in how you approach new seasons. In the new season you're facing, do you see within yourself excitement or exhaustion? Are you filled with anticipation or trepidation? Can you envision next steps or does the idea of a never-ending change of seasons clutter your mind? Hmm. Excitement, anticipation, vision, exhaustion, trepidation, a mind unprepared for a new season with mental clutter as the undriving force? Neuroscientist Dr. Carolyn Leaf discusses in her book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, that when we have a messy, unmanaged mind, our brain is messy. Through scientific research, Dr. Leaf demonstrates that awareness of our thoughts is one step in a pathway towards empowerment and resilience. Imagine, rather than facing clutter, there is the potential of seeing a glimpse of a green light ahead as you enter into a new season of life. My name is Nina Ellison, and today on the podcast, The Art of Leadership, this concept of self-awareness and the role it plays in new seasons of our lives will be my focus. As always, I'm approaching this topic through the lens of soft skills that can be acquired through the choices we make in our own growth and development. The micro snapshot of the extensive work of Dr. Leaf highlights that self-awareness is one portion of a journey that we are on to build our understanding of what really matters. Here's a story I heard from an experienced surgeon as he shares of changes in his life work. He finds himself in a challenging new situation, seeing that he's struggling with self-centeredness as his work is being adversely impacted by the increasing frequency of changes of surgical staff and their schedules. Instead of knowing everyone on his surgical team as had been the case in times gone by, he now knows less than half of a team whose success depends on not only technical skills, but teamwork. To combat his growing concern of starting with a new team every time he comes into the operating room, he implements a pre-surgery checkoff designed to increase not only his self-awareness, but the self-awareness of every healthcare professional in the room. This new checkoff is completed as each new team begins to work together. The surgeon introduces himself, Taking a minute of time, he tells one recent thing about himself and his family, as well as one thing he hopes to accomplish with the surgeries that day. He then goes around the room, making eye contact and asking each person to take a minute and share their names, and if they wish, something that they want to share about their family or their friends, as well as the role that they play in the team's success for the patients that they care for that day. Thanking each person by name as they share this surgeon leader not only has learned the hard skills to perform complex life-saving surgeries, 
He has acquired soft skills to dismantle the self-centeredness he knows he is struggling with. Neil Blumenthal says, a workplace that encourages self-awareness is an environment where the most productive, curious, and innovative people thrive. Imagine the difference if this professional team had chosen to pursue self-centeredness rather than self-awareness. Time would be spent bemoaning the staffing changes and the negative impact on teams and work outcomes. Experience would have demonstrated that self-centeredness blocks the promotion of self-awareness. Every leader has the potential for self-centered tendencies. Here's a few thoughts for you to consider. Oh, and by the way, I am sure that you and I can quickly think of others that we know are self-centered. What's being asked for you in the next few moments is a time for self-reflection. You'll see that I start each sentence with the word I. I have a tendency towards self-centeredness when I have little curiosity about others' perspectives. Often the conversations I have with others focuses on my own story and leaves little to no room for others to enter in with their experiences, their stories. I find I have no desire to receive feedback about being self-centered. In the past, others have indicated that there's an opportunity for me to change, but I don't see that there's a need for change. Another way of saying this is that I frequently hold on to my way of being the right way. I see within myself a heightened experience of frustration when events do not go as I expected. I often disregard rules and guidelines, believing they don't apply to me. With these sentences, it becomes evident why self-centeredness obstructs our journey in self-awareness. And this leads me to a question. Can you and I increase our self-awareness alone? By ourselves? My response is yes and no. Yes, you must look within to increase self-awareness, but no, you cannot do all of this on your own. As a leadership strategist with Healthy Leadership, I am honored to partner with organizations in team development as they pursue consistent delivery of excellence. Working with teams of leaders, I facilitate the development of each leader's self-awareness, starting from within and then moving outward to include colleagues. What I know and what I've seen is that a leader's self-awareness influences the consistent delivery of excellence. Starting from within, team members add to their self-awareness by completing at least three unique self-assessments to add to the vision of how they see themselves and how they perceive that others view them. It's not uncommon to have team members state they don't like taking these kind of self-assessment surveys and that they don't agree with the outcomes. My response? That's okay. If you don't like or agree with something that a self-assessment teaches you, then dive in to determine what is it that you disagree with and determine how is it that you see yourself instead. One step towards greater self-awareness is when you are able to articulate who, what, how, and why you are. And these surveys give insights, use words, phrases, and concepts that help every leader learn more and then share more about themselves. In the next phase of developing self-awareness, every team member is given time to prepare a self-introduction, highlighting strengths, character traits that are important to them, core values, and a style of communication that fits them. 
Following the peer-to-peer introductions, the development of self-assessment moves outward. The focus is on strength-based, value-guided feedback, where every team member has the opportunity to receive feedback from statements that begin with words like, one strength I have identified in you is, your character is evident when you. One of the ways you communicate best is when, I'm grateful to work with you because you And I could go on, there's several more. Rather than feedback that focuses on weaknesses or blind spots, what I see is that these growth-focused peer conversations continue after the training ends. A door has been opened. While recording this podcast, I've been thinking of you as you prepare for a new season in life. The greatest challenge you will face will be increasing your self-awareness and how you want to lead yourself. And then how you want to choose to lead and to learn from others. Ernest Hemingway put it this way, you can't get away from yourself by moving from one place to another. Let me share four questions to add value to your growth as a self-aware leader. The first question, in this new season, who, what, how, and why will you lead yourself? Number two, What is your sweet spot where you are at your very best, your strengths, your talents? Number three, what is one way you will increase your self-discipline to advance the things that you do well? This isn't really about a task or a job, but rather how you execute on everything you do. John Maxwell is a well-known motivational educator and a leadership guru, and He was taught this by his father, Melvin Maxwell. Find out what you do well and keep doing it. And then the fourth question, what is your personal purpose? This should be something you build on. Your purpose should not change with every new season. It should get richer and deeper. In my office, there's a frame with the first personal purpose I wrote over 20 years ago. Through the years, the words have been refined with time and experience, but the heart of my purpose, my my personal purpose, has remained the same. So here's the challenge. To be successful as a self-aware leader, take the purpose you have identified and model it while you help those you influence to solidify their purpose, to define their strengths, and to move forward with a new level of self-awareness. As a soft skill expert, I discuss the skills that can be intentionally pursued to make a difference in leadership. In today's job market, it is well known that employees who demonstrate a balanced combination of hard skills and soft skills are in greater demand. Leaders who have a sense of self-awareness are more effective in the workplace. They have better relationships with those they work with. They recognize significance of purpose and passion in their everyday life. And they continue to develop their own emotional stability. The concepts of character and core values are gaining momentum. Soft skills matter. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. My hope is that I've increased your desire to spend some time with yourself in preparation for the upcoming new season that is just around the corner. 
Ultramarathon runner, triathlete, author, and retired U.S. Navy SEAL David Goggin says, the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself. Take some time to get to know yourself just a little bit better and then intentionally connect with others so that you can see yourself through their eyes. Are you ready for a coach to help raise your level of self-awareness to prepare for a new season? I can help. Contact me at healthyleadership.online. There's a link in the show notes and set up a free call. I'd love to spend some time with you. 